0: Well, hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Crystal Sparks, and my goal of this podcast is to help grow your faith and to help equip you to accomplish your dreams and your goals. So hey, no matter if this is your very first time finding my podcast, or maybe you're here every single week. Hello, welcome, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, My goal is that by the time you get done uh, hearing this podcast, that your faith grows and that you feel equipped to go after everything that God has in your heart. If you can, do me a favor, hit the subscribe button so you never miss out on anything happening over here on my channel. Today, we are going to talk about something that honestly, Brian and I have talked about so many times, and I think it's really something that's prevalent in our society today And used to, I would say that it was just the younger generation that struggled with it. And when I say younger, I'm talking about myself in that. I'm grouping um, all the 30 and 20-somethings, but teenagers too, into it. But then I found recently that it's going even older. And Brian and I, we will go to so many different events, so many things that are going on. And we will meet so many people. And there are so many times when we leave... And we get home, and I'll tell him everything about everybody else, but I'll tell him, I don't think anybody knows anything about me. In fact, I went to an event the other day, and I was there, no lie, four or five hours. uh, We spent socializing with people, talking to people, and literally, I never had a single person say how many kids do you have? What is it like leading through, you know, this pandemic? Uh, what do you feel like has been your biggest challenge? Uh, where is your church? Like any questions? People just love to talk about themselves. And I don't know about you guys, but I think all of us have that person that we follow on social media that just loves them some them. And I think what's making this situation where people don't ask questions, uh, we just are so quick to tell everybody about everything about us. I think that we think that everybody wants to know about us because when we log on to Facebook, what's the first thing it says? What's on your mind, right? Like it wants you to tell it about you. And then on Instagram, it's, we feel like everybody wants to know all about us. That's why they follow us. They want to see our food. They want to see our outfit. They want to see what we're doing. And so we carry that mentality over whenever we're meeting people. And whenever we're having conversations with people, we assume that everybody just wants to know about us. But I can say in my life that the deepest relationships I have are because I took time to ask questions, and they took time to ask questions. It's a two-way street. It goes both ways. And so today, I want to talk to you about the art of asking questions. The Bible says this in Proverbs chapter 20, verse 5. It says, The purpose in a man's heart is like a deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. I, I found this, that... The best leaders are people who are really good at asking questions. And I found this, you know, I love the illustration there that it's like water within us and a person of understanding will draw it out. And I found that someone with water is usually really ecstatic to be able to give it away. I can say in my own life, people will say all the time, I'm sorry, I don't want to bother you. And I'm like, actually the opposite. I want you to ask me questions because I find joy in helping other people get through situations that I've already navigated through. Like if you're trying to plan a church, I would love to be able to help you out. Like I've already gone through that. You don't have to figure out the way on your own. If you're struggling in a certain area of your life that I myself has experienced victory in, it's not a burden for you to ask a question. It's actually an honor. Like I enjoy giving that away to somebody else. And really, when you think about it, when we ask questions, we're modeling the greatest communicator to ever live, and that's Jesus. When you read through the Gospels, I'm amazed at how good he was at asking questions. He asked questions that made people look inward, consider their situation, and see things differently. And I think as leaders, what we need to do is be less about telling everybody about ourselves and be really good at asking questions. John Maxwell says this, if you want to be successful and reach your leadership potential, you need to embrace asking questions as a lifestyle. Um, I think in our lives, I love that so much. I think in our lives, a teachable lifestyle is to see everyone we meet as somebody we could learn from. And I really try to live that out. I try to make it a lifestyle of learning from other people. So I'm going to give you three things, three takeaways, and hopefully this holiday season you're going to practice this and you're going to think of some good questions to ask people um, whenever you're coming home. Tip number one, treat every person like they are the most important person. Treat every person like they are the most important person. I don't know about you guys, but have you ever been at a really big social event and you're talking to somebody and they're like, yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, And their eyes are looking all over the room and you know what they're doing. They're looking for somebody who's more influential, uh, more important, uh, more recognizable, more uh, whatever you want to say, right? They're more. Let's just say that. They're just more than you and they're listening, but they're not really listening And my goal is always, I don't want people to feel that way. Um, One of the things I talked about recently was my Uncle John. And what I loved about him is he always had this way when he talked to you, he made you feel like you were the only person in the room. He took time to really deeply listen to what you're saying and to understand. And I always think about this, to treat every person like they're the person that's about to make every one of your wildest dreams come true. True. I want you to think like, what is your biggest dream? Like, what is the biggest dream? Like if somebody were to do fill in the blank, now treat every single person like they're the person that's going to unlock that opportunity for you. No matter if they're the barista at Starbucks, no matter if they're the waiter at the, at the restaurant, and no matter if they're the person at the company dinner, what if we just took the time to deeply listen and treat them like they are the most important person in the room? One of the things that I myself always try to look for In situations, whenever as as a leader, one of the things I pay attention to is I don't watch how people treat the most important person in the room. I always watch how they treat the least important people in the room, the unseen people, the ones who are just quietly slipping in the back door and they're taking out the trash. I watch how they treat that person. I watch how they treat the person at the registration table. I watch how they talk to the waitress because I've learned this. That the way they treat them is one day how they'll treat me. And sometimes I'm in the room where I am the most important person in the room in that moment, right? So, of course, they're nice to me. But I watch how they treat the least important because one day in their eyes, I may change in my level of importance. And if they treat the person taking out the trash like rude and condescending and stepping over them to get what they want, then I know that one day they'll do the same thing for me. So I want to challenge you to begin to see the God value. I I ask God every day, God, I want to see the value in the people that you put in front of me. And so I always try to encourage um, my servers, whoever's with me, um, and to do it by asking questions. Ask them questions. Take the time to really be interested in them. Tip number two, your opinion does not matter. I know this is a hard one to swallow. I think whenever we're having a conversation with somebody, I think we need to be masterful at asking questions, not just for us to give our own opinions, because usually... In this generation, this day and time, what happens in questions is we're asking questions just so we can tell people what we think about it. We really don't want to hear what they think about it. We just want to have an opportunity to share what we think about it. But I I found this that if you aren't talking, you if you're talking, you're you're not learning. So if you're talking, you're not learning. And so. I found if I'm quiet, that means I'm listening. So my job is to be quiet and to just listen. So I go by this rule of of thumb for me in my life. I frame it up and then I shut up. So whenever I'm talking to somebody, I may spend three minutes telling them about a situation to get their opinion to lead up to my question. But I frame it up and then I shut up. So I tell them the situation in three minutes or less. And then I do this. If you were me, what would you do? And then I listen. Because a lot of times what we do is we'll say, hey, if you were me, what would you do? And then I go, they go into the whole story and then they say what they're going to do. And they're like, yeah, so that's it. And they never give you a space to talk. And so instead, I want you to do this. I want you to practice framing it up and shut up. So if you truly have a situation in your life that you're wanting somebody to give advice into, and so this might be a colleague, a boss, a pastor, a group leader, um, somebody you admire, somebody you look up to, frame up the situation. Let them know. Don't give them every detail. Don't bore them with all the, you know, extra details. Bottom line them. Let them know in three minutes or less what's going on. And then be quiet and just listen. One of the things I try to do whenever I'm meeting with people who I want to learn from, and that's everybody, um, I always have my notes section on my phone ready. And I love to take notes. I want to take notes about what they're talking about. In fact, um, I have a whole book on my desk and it's full of meeting notes um, that I keep all year. And it's basically any person that walks in my office, um, I will immediately start writing down notes of what we're talking about because I want to make sure that I'm always learning, that I'm capturing the information, that I'm not just treating this as it's no big deal or it's just in passing, but I want to make sure that they know that I'm leaned into the conversation. I, I think that all of us can aspire to do this better. Um, is actually just listening without having to give our opinion. If you're following up every question with your rebuttal of what you think or why you think they're wrong, um, I've had that happen before is people come to me for advice and then I'll speak into their life and say what I think. And then they go on to tell me for the next 10, 15, 20 minutes of why I'm wrong and why they've tried something else. Here's the thing is that advice is one of those things you can choose to take it or leave it. Um, One of the things Brian's dad said a long, long time ago is he said, picture like a bookshelf, right? And you have lots of different books. And depending upon what you're preparing for or what's going on in your life, it will determine which book you pull off the shelf. He's always said this, picture advice from people kind of like that. Just store it on the bookshelf of your heart and in your life. And it may not be true for you in this season, but you may need truth from it in another season. And so I always just kind of jot it down and then revisit it later. But I can say there's those little bits that people have told me in situations where I've just asked questions, where I frame it up and shut up. That has been the biggest goal that has really helped me uh, navigate through some of life's biggest challenges. Um, the next thing that I want to encourage you to do, tip number three, is to do your homework. Do Your homework before you meet with somebody, you know, whenever you ask to meet with a leader or somebody like that, always do your homework. Always come in with questions. And uh, I think we need to be really good at crafting meaningful questions. And so, always, uh, for me in my life, I always try to avoid the always and never questions. Um, Those are questions I try not to ask. And instead, I try to ask questions that are going to go a little bit deeper. And so for me, it'll sound something like this. What were two or three of the best things about your vacation? Or you could say, what are the two or the three things that uh, God's showing you in this season? Um, For me, I've asked so many leaders uh, through this time, what do you feel like has been the thing that God has done the deepest in your heart through this time? And so it's amazing the conversations that open up. Another question that I ask often is, what do you feel like God is saying to you in this season? You'll be amazed at what people say. Um, What do you think is the biggest challenge that you're currently facing and how are you overcoming it? Um, That opens up a lot of great dialogue. Another one is, what are two or three of the worst things about being in your position? What are two or three pieces of advice you would give a young leader like me? Uh, I ask these questions so often, so many times to so many people. And you'll be amazed at what happens because when you ask these kinds of questions, it opens to you to all their life experience and their wisdom. And you'll be amazed at the kind of things that begin to come forth whenever you ask these type of things. Um, I love this. You can learn something from everybody but only if you ask the right questions. Another John Maxwell truth right there. So you can learn something from everybody, but only if you ask the right questions. See, you can ask the question of, how are things going? And you're going to get the generic answer, good. Good. Um, You can say, you know, is everything going good in your life? Yes. Um, But ask questions that invoke a deeper response. And so usually if I'm coming in to a meeting or a session, um, I'll come up with 10 or 12 questions, um, sometimes more. Um, That way I am prepared. In fact, I'll say this, that my pastor, uh, Pastor Tiffany Cooper, um, I never get on the phone with her without having questions ahead of time. I take time to uh, look at what's going on in her life, what's going on with her and I take questions to understand her more and what's happening in her life but then I also ask questions to help me be a better leader and I feel like that's part of me being a good steward of her time that she's so generous uh, to give time to talk with me that I want to make sure that I'm a good steward of that and I'm coming with questions. Um, to ask her in that time. And so uh, taking time to research the people that you're meeting before you get there. You'll be amazed at the people um, that God's crossing your path with. And you could, in knowing who's going to be in that meeting or who's going to be around that table or who's going to be at that meetup, you could take a little time to research them. And you could ask questions that could completely change and revolutionize your life. One word from the right person can unlock so much potential. So I want to challenge you as we go into this Christmas season and maybe you're already having Christmas parties and all kinds of things. I want to challenge you to be really good at asking questions. Leave those parties knowing more about the other people than they know about you. I promise you, you probably will. So hey, if this podcast spoke to you, can you do me a favor and share it with somebody? Help us get the word out so we can help others. Thanks so much for being here.